Bill. Bill. Bill, yeah. we have an emer- there's an emergency, buddy. I need you. Are you okay? Do, do you no, need, a, I need me to call 911? Oh, Jesus Christ. If All right, let help. me call him. What's your address again? Oh. I know it, but you don't. You, sh- you should say it on the podcast so everybody knows it. Uh, Bill, there's been a damn emergency. Humpty Dumpty fell off the goddamn wall. Oh, He's fuck off. you. This, oh. I was calling an ambulance for you, dude. This oh. is a riff. You're doing He's, a riff to open a podcast, He's all aren't you? cracked up. There's pieces of shell everywhere. Yeah, he's nope. egg. Nobody can get him back together. We told him not to go on the wall, Billy. We told him not to go on the he wall. He didn't go on the wall. Someone obviously put him on that wall. Dude. Oh. He's in the, you, were you in charge of him? You oh. seem like you're taking it personally. The one sentient egg in all of existence, and I put him on the fucking wall, and this idiot can't just sit still. He kicks his little legs. He rolls right off, and he breaks up. I, can't I get, get it. it. That sucks. Let me dude, just I ask tried. you a question. Why did you put him up there? He wanted to sit on the wall. <laughs> well, still, was he drunk? I no. I thought it would be like a little like, hey, you know, the bucket list. I get it. As a look, your lifespan as a talking egg, it, it hangs in a balance. You're like those little kids with like brittle bones or glass bones or bird bones or whatever. You're not going to be here for long. He's a little Simon Birch. I wanted to give him a goddamn oh, thrill. Oh, man. It really gets sad when you think of Humpty oh, Dumpty as a little fuck. Simon Birch. Oh, shit. He, I've he always felt... thought of him as an accomplished businessman. Oh, no, no, no. He's just a Getting through life? Boy. I no, mean, no, no, he's no. got to be at least soft-boiled, right? He can't no, just be a this thing is raw egg. Fucking, No, dude. His insides are running down the wall. Just a yoke. His, his soul is fucking frying on the sidewalk. I need to get Let me ask all you, of can the this king's horses. Oh, okay. I see what yeah. you did. You went right yeah, into yeah. it. No, he, yeah, he can talk. Of course he can talk. How do you think I knew he wanted to go on the wall? Well, why do doesn't I, he just I'm sorry, do you think I just all... You think I just put eggs on walls? No. He wanted I kind of think wall. you just put eggs. You strike me as a fella that would put eggs on walls. Oh, I just you know me. I just always fucking walk in the countryside. Oh, Let me ask you this. You have, a, have it. you have a leave a pie on a windowsill? Because you look like you do that to me, too. Well, how else are you going to cool it? I need to get all of the king's horses. This is Bill. good comedy. Let's go into the song and then deal and with it on the other side. All the king's men. Oh, it's even better the second time. I never said it the first time. You said you did. I said all the king's horses, and then you fucking went down on the. Oh, oh wait a minute. Let me yo? ask you something. Is How he many horses? Boy, is he cage free? Is he organic? That's what you how said. How many horses do you think this king? All got? of them. And then how many men? I mean, and do the men outnumber the horses, or do the horses outnumber the men? We might be going two men per horse. We might do the be. math and carry the one fuck face. Theme song! Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two Oh, welcome back to Two Boys in a Balcony Theater of the Mind. You Guys. know I called you fuckface with all due respect, obviously. You don't of think course, that you I would do everything with all due respect. You're a very respectful you like man. That. I would I try I, to be. I try to be. It doesn't always come off like that, but No, I know your wife tells me. And uh What are you talking to her for? Oh, I uh she's uh she signed up for online uh online therapy uh, headspace uh, headspace.com use offer code balcony. And, oh, uh, get in your head. And I am uh, I'm a licensed, registered uh, internet therapist. So she doesn't know that I'm the one talking to her, but um, she's got a lot. I feel like lot, this is still a HIPAA uh, violation. Awful lot to say about you. Oh, no, that's fuck. not a violation. Now, if I went and, you know, you know, told her like, oh, I'm sick of his two headed penis. Then, yeah, that's a HIPAA violation, but I have not told you that. You're sick of my two-headed penis? No, 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 no. How could, Jesus Christ, we can make a, a fucking mint traveling the circus fairs. I mean, that would be uh, th- three dicks in a balcony, right? Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, step right up. See the local town drunk with the two-headed penis. All drunk? it costs is 15 local cents. Local town drunk? What the yeah, are you talking you, about? Because you got to whip it out in some kind of like a sexually harassing way. I think any time you whip a penis out is sexually harassing. Even, Even if you're no. just in the bathroom by yourself. <laughs> just going to the urinal, you just, oh, fuck, dude. I can't believe I yeah. just flashed myself. I don't like to look. Yeah. Do you have to register if you do that? or? 
Do I have to register if you do that? Is this why you're always peeing your pants? Nah, that's just because I'm getting older. But this is you know why the you elasticity the of on. the bladder eventually oh, okay. deteriorates. Oh, it deteriorates. Well, I don't know if deteriorates a word, but that's so the one I'm going to sna- use. It just snaps, and then your just body just fills with urine. Sean, let me ask you a question. You ever go to the doctor and have them say, no. "Have them say, hey, what's nope. up with that? What is that on you?" No, 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 no. I'm a perfect specimen of health. You know that. You ever freak your doctor out with something that you show him? <laughs> you put a little tab of, tab of acid on his uh, on his little uh, his little uh, the ear the thing that listens to your heart. And you take it's called a stethoscope. You fucking oh, yeah. absolute <laughs> I moron. Could not, <laughs> I could not find that word for the fucking life of me. You put a little tab of acid on his uh, little eardrum. You know he gets all fucked up. Oh, you it's like slipping THC in the Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Did you get any dope candy this year, Sean? Oh, we can't be talking about Halloween for the third week in a row. No, we're just talking about if you found any THC candy in your kids' stuff. No, no, no. And I've been looking in the stores, too. Target seems to be all out of it. <laughs> yeah, they're all candy. out. They're not carrying it. I don't know Where's why. Where's your weed candy? It's on the damn app. It's the goddamn supply chain shortage. These Everything's being shorted. Everything is being shorted. Including the length of my peener. Uh We're fired up today. I don't know what we got a weird energy going on in the balcony. Dude, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Going to Aruba. Season. I'm in Aruba. That's right. No, you're. Oh, I'm well, in Aruba yeah. right now, Sean. You're sitting on the beach drinking a girly drink. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully. Listening you know. to the balcony on your your favorite Bose headphones. Oh, ba 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 What? Uh, What's the plan down on the room? You're going down. You're going down with a couple of a couple of couples. It's a couple. We're going retreat. down. Me and my wife are going down with uh, my friend, his wife. It's his fiftieth birthday. Another your, couple. Your fiftieth birthday was last year. This is mine was last year, Sean. Thank this you for remembering. Cele- you were here that night. We spent it together. We did in a warm embrace. And your wife was like, "Thank God you guys came." Yeah, I she was like, "I don't want, want to, to embrace to that fifty-year-old man." It's gross, icky. He's dusty. You know that's half a century, Sean. I've been half half over half a century now. I've seen some things. I've met God some God willing, you'll live another None century. Good. I think you make it to 150. I say it. I'm saying it right here. I'm Do you think with the technology that we have today? I think with the technology today, we all make it to 200. You make it to 150. Unfortunately, you'll be doing it as a slave to robots. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are going to get plugged in as a as a human mm. battery of sorts. But yeah. Oh, it'd be nice just to be on the grid again. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be nice to contribute to society? All that free electricity coursing through my body. You know what I mean? A little, just a little robot, just a little, just a fucking 9-volt battery sticking out of your butt. Let me ask you this. Have you been stockpiling water? Have I been stockpiling water? Yeah, that's going to be very rare soon. I've been recycling my own urine. Yeah, that, we've already done this riff, and it wasn't great the first time. Let's not go that way this time. You, I'm if you saying, do it outdoors, you don't pass out from the fumes from boiling out the urine. <laughs> you just fill your swimming pool. Keep your swimming pool full. Oh, yeah, pool is full. Pool uh, nice. Is full. I know where I'm getting my water then. Uh-oh, hold on. Oh, folks. <laughs> We're back. Uh, hey, life happens, guys. We had a little bit of a, what do they call a COVID scare. Ooh, and then we set him on fire, and he's okay. Yeah. We were recording Thursday, uh, Friday? Friday. Friday. A couple days ago, whatever A couple days ago. Whatever I got, a, Sean, I got I a call. Remember. I had to pick my children up from school, escuela. That's what they say in Espanol. Because uh, they were close contacts. We got them tested. They are... Fine. I have talk- full blown COVID though. That is. That's, <laughs> we talking that the- close contact. A kid in their class. Or? Yeah, a kid they sit next to uh, at lunch, and then uh, he uh, he got the uh, he got the old novel coronavirus. Full blown. This kid. Oh, poor uh, kid. Is he all right? Uh, I don't know. Who the fuck do I know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. They don't release the identity. We're just we're speculating. We're speculating here. My you could fake guessing. it. Fa- oh. Yes, he's going to pull through. So we want you want to make it a what little. What do you mean dramatic? they don't release the identity? You just told me your kid sits sits next to him. My kids told me they sit next to the kid that hasn't been oh, there. Oh, so they the know nurse, who it is. The nurse doesn't go like, 
Uh, Beat that actually, name out of your children. It was Jack Jones, and here's his address if you want to go throw a brick through his window. Yeah, we'll have the address up on the uh, Patreon if you yep. guys want to go administer social justice. Yep, go to patreon.com slash Counselor and uh, just the email contact <laughs> is there. figure it out. Just keep sending the emails to the email address on the Patreon page and... One of our representatives will get you the uh, e- the uh, physical address of Jack Jones, the child I made up from my story. The hypothetical sickly hypothetical boy. kid. But we're back, man. And, you know, did, hey, in those two extra days that I have, did I watch any of the nominees? No. No. Nope. Nothing? You didn't? You just worried about your sick children? I was just worried about my damn sick. No, I did my shows. What are you fucking, I'm an artist. Oh, look at you. I do Sit. comedy. I get the out Center there. Center for I... Disease Control says if your child is a close contact, as long as you are a vac- fully vaccinated, you can go about your goddamn business. It so, says you can continue to do your comedy, sir. I was Friday night. I was at the Bills Bar. And oh, that's my bar, Sean. I didn't see you there when I was uh, there the whole time running the place. And then uh, last night I was at the Comedy Attic in Worcester, Massachusetts, which oh, was... Oh, you're a little flower in the attic. Look at you. We've recently <laughs> talked about your kind. Dude, it was a show for the ages. We had <laughs> two tables of drunk birthday ladies, and they were fucking wild and just did not know how to act in public. Oh, I hate that. One lady, there was a, two women. One was 62 years old. It was her 62nd birthday. She had a crown on. She was... Wow completely legless like it's for her 62nd did 60 she, second i mean birthday. that's like retirement and Does she gets the retire then she was there with one other one other woman she wasn't there like there was another birthday group they were annoying but it was like at least it was like a gaggle of geese you know there were a couple of them you know five six of them having a nice time yeah this is just two ladies just getting blackout drunk on a saturday going to a comedy show and making everybody mad oh it that was, sucks Shout out to the South Shore boys, Danny Hall, Logan O'Brien. They did a very nice job. Why don't uh, overcome a lot of a lot of hurdles? Why don't they? Why didn't weren't them. they thrown out? Who do, who doesn't somebody police <laughs> the room there or what's up? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> All right, we did eventually. I did eventually persuade the sixty-two-year-old and the other lady to leave because. They were going to fucking pass out at the table. Did you make them persuade them to leave by making them cry? I just said, I said, hey. Or just make guys... them think about their life choices. No, I think uh, we'll play back the tape once we get it because uh, the host, Liam Meyer, had a documentary film crew following him around. Why? I don't know. And uh, they offered to tape all our sets. So we can watch back the tape. We'll see. I was very gentle with them, but I said, you guys clearly don't want to be here anymore. And I'm not going to make funny if you leave, but. And did at, they, a certain, at a certain point, I did say, I think you guys need to go now. I think it's gone too far. Did they get these ladies to sign a release for this documentary? No, sir. Oh, you can't release a documentary without getting Dude, the in 18 years, I've never, I've never had someone kicked out of a show. But I think they were on their way anyway. I just gave them a little extra boost out the door. Yeah. But... What a fucking night, man. I can't, yeah, that I sucks, felt... dude. It sucks to fucking go all the way out there and then be like, nah, this is dumb. It was one table. Because, Sean, let's just be honest. You would have given them a magical time. I think we all agree with that. One table uh, was they were they they took umbrage with something Danny Hall said. And he's a, the sweetest, nicest boy. He's a good boy. Uh, they did not. And they just they just were vocally just going like, no, 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 no one laugh. And he was doing really well with everybody. Oh, else. they were saying not to laugh to each other. Oh, yeah, wow. they were like, the table was just they had turned on him. Then Logan goes up and then they Logan. I don't know. They also were like, I want to do you remember like what he you. said that they turned on him? And will he you text it to me? He called them old and they were old, but they were like my age old. And Dan's, oh, you know, I mean, he's 10 years younger than me, so I'm old. Dan. He's a kid. You're he's a, a kid. Child. You're a all baby. children to me, in my eyes. Y'all need a good spanking, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, and then Logan went up and he somehow activated the uh, the, the lonely 62 year old spinsters. And then they just. Out of control the rest of the night. Was Those it two ladies? Was he talking about blank 182? No, come on. I don't know what he was talking about. But anyway, that's Because 62 year old ladies love that stuff. They love that shit. They love that shit. Well, I'm I'm glad you had a nice time with your friends. We Sean. had a nice time. I wish we had a better just... friend. We throw a little Dougie Gurton up for a little guest spot. Oh, we had I a love nice... Dougie Gurton. Yeah, you should come hang out. We have a fun time. 
Yeah. But anyway, you're off to Aruba, so we got to get this podcast done because I got to go rake some leaves. But I spent the last three days watching Kubrick films. Yeah, brother. dude, you're fucking. You're right in the middle Love of it. the fucking so AFI top 100 Kubrick films. Man, do you think he faked the moon landing? Absolutely. Not not even calling it a question. Any conspiracy about Stanley Kubrick is 100% true in my book. I was watching. Uh, I watched. Well, I sent you some video about Vincent D'Onofrio talking about yeah. Full Metal Jacket. I definitely pretended to watch it. Well, you don't have to watch it because I'm going to uh, sum up the entire thing for you right now. Okay. It was good. Oh, thanks. It's a good movie, dude. Yeah. No, no but you know how, uh, like, Shelley Duvall is on record as being, like, working with Stanley Crew like it was miserable. Yes. And you would think that Vincent D'Onofrio might feel the same way just because of the abuse he had to take on set you know yeah, on no, screen it turns out he's also a psycho yeah but he's he had good things to say great well, sort of i guess but I'm glad you had a nice time so he's so good in that dude that Very fucking good. uh kubrick face d'onofrio on the toilet mm-hmm. nicholson coming through that through yeah. through the door just fucking, just lobotomy brained. Just let me ask you: Have you ever okay. seen uh, 2010, the year we make contact? No. Why would I watch with, that with John Lithgow? No. With uh, John, John Lithgow? Lithgow? No. Roy Sh- Roy Schneider? No. Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> Roy Jesus Schneider. Christ. Have you no, ever seen it? No, it's the dude from. It's the dude from One Day at a Time. Uh, no, it's on HBO Max now. Well, you fucking watch that on the flight to Aruba, baby. I might watch it today. How come oh. you just froze up? What's up with you? Okay, do whatever the fuck you want. Don't yell at me. Because you're an asshole. And the nominees for the no, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking here, of course. We're not here we're to celebrate the We're doing theater of the mind, guys. We're just playing pots for you. No, we're just having a conversation. There's no theater. Just normal talk. Uh, we're here today to celebrate the 22nd Academy Awards. They were held again. 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 <laughs> we, we didn't get this far last time. Let's see if your kids can keep their shit together this They're time. Downstairs running around. I can hear them screaming. March ah! 23rd, 1950 at the RKO Pantages Theater in Los Angeles, California. Did you just call it the Pandemic Theater? The Pantages. The Pantages. Pantage- no, Pantagoose. Pan- nope. Jesus. Listen to the words I'm saying. Pantages. The Pantages. Patagonia. Okay. Anyway. It was at a place. Pansexual. You're the one that likes where you want to know where it was. Where it was it? What was the I date? think it's an interesting thing to know. You're just trying to say, yeah, to but I'm there. telling you, and you're just going, Man, you can really tell that you've been locked up with these kids because you are. You got an attitude today. Dude, I got a fucking attitude every day. You got an attitude. Save it for the stage. Save uh, it for the sixty-two-year-old ladies. No, 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 Ah, uh, Battleground. We talking World War II? Yeah, the log line here, the first great picture of the Second World War. No, that uh, can't be true. The film concentrates on the camaraderie and the divisions between the troops as they ready for the big offensive. Told in a taut narrative, the men of the 101st, led by Van Johnson, wait out the winter in the Ardennes Forest to confront the German army in what would be the last major offensive of World War II. The men are demoralized and trapped with no hope of support. From the Allies. Oh, that's sad for them. Van Johnson. John, How'd it turn out? Uh, I mean, all for nothing, because <laughs> fucking. <laughs> uh, Van Johnson. John Hodiak. Ricardo Montalban. Oh. Bunch of other dead white guys. Uh, I didn't see this one, because uh, it's kind of boring as hell. Did you watch Battleground? I, know you I did not. Go, I don't think it was streaming. The, it was not streaming. No, no, no. No. That was Battleground. William Wellman. He won the first one. He did not win this one. Wings was great, though. That he was gets a good a, movie. Gets a director nomination. Congratulations to you, William. Congratulations, Wyler. Mr. William Wyler. The, the, oh, you, you spoke too soon. Because the next nomination, directed by William Wyler, the heiress, 
dull and plain Catherine lives with her emotionally distant father, Dr. Sloper, in 1840s New York. Her days are empty, filled with little more than needlepoint. Enter Aww. handsome Morris Towns and a dashing social climber with his eye on the spinster's heart and substantial inheritance. Olivia de Havilland, Montgomery Cliff. You saw this, didn't you? I did. I did. I got it from the Hingham Public Library, Sean. Love that. Taking advantage of public resources. And i got to remember to return it before I leave the country. Oh, you don't want to get those late fees? <laughs> what? Uh, give us the uh, the old review of the old heiress. It uh, it was pretty good. And moving uh, it's on. Olivia de Havilland. Oh, oh, yeah. The great Olivia de Havilland. Little sweetie pie, cutie Montgomery pie. Montgomery Clift. Uh, yeah, it's a... It's one of those uh, take a pretty lady, but ugger up. Ugger up. You know, you know she's beautiful, but they like, you know, made a little her, reverse. She's all that. Made her skin oily or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, en- entertaining film. You know William Wyler. I thought the miss. second half was pretty good. Once yeah. it got into whether or not it's it's all about whether Montgomery Cliff is just going after her money or if he really loves her. All right, no spoilers because I am going to I'm going to give you out. a spoiler. Oh, great. It's in black and white. Damn it. I know you like to wait until you I see the I specifically asked you not to give me that spoiler. All right. I, uh, thought, I think it's worth watching, though. If it's, I think it's on streaming on something you have. I think it's on your dad's turn of classic or something. Oh, thank God. Uh, yeah, I'm at 8 of 47 William Wyler films watched. So forty seven films this fella did, huh? Yeah. Well What year did he die? Uh nineteen eighty one. Did he make it in the eighties? Uh his last big movie is uh Funny Girl. With Barbara Streisand? With the very same. Hmm. From uh Oh, she plays Fanny Bryce, right? Nineteen sixty eight, yes, that's right. Who was in that one of them flicks we saw. Uh, Great Ziegfeld. Great Ziegfeld, Sean. You recalled it quickly. Did I spell the fucking on the fucking thing? But you know, I love William Wyler, so. Uh, I, yeah, I I'm a fan this. too. I think it, I think it's definitely not as much as me. I love him more than you. So. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. No doubt. In him. fact, some of the shit you've been writing about him, some of that erotic fan fiction is I just need, good. I, look, it's I have, good. I. I I got, a locker, I got a locker at work, and I got to put something up on the wall. <laughs> I need to hang my artwork. Your next nominee. Uh, he's definitely got a style, dude. Like, he's he can make a picture. It's good. A Letter to Three Wives, directed by Joseph L. Mankiewicz. Mank! Mank! Uh, Laura May Hollingsway, who grew up next to the wrong side of the tracks, married her boss, who thinks she's just a gold digger. Rita Phipps makes as much money writing radio scripts at night as her school teacher husband does. Deborah Bishop looked great in a Navy uniform in World War II, but fears she'll never be dressed just right for the country club set. These three wives are boarding a boat filled with children going on a picnic when a messenger on a bicycle hands them a letter addressed to all three from Addie, who was just left town with one of their husbands. Yeah, they won't can't. know which one until that night. What? This, is a this movie? was pretty good. I watched this. Yeah, this is on Criterion. Criterion. Uh, maybe I'll check uh, this one out. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it is pretty good. I but let me book. say right off the bat, you shouldn't be able to address a letter to three separate people. You should write three individual letters. Oh, did they have to share the letter between the three of them? Apparently. I mean, you watched it, so. I did watch it. Um, It was good, though. I'd, I'd recommend it. It's on uh, Criterion, big boy. You think the lady who wrote the letter that left with the husband would know which one to, you know, why ruin three marriages when you can only well, ruin one? Well, it's like all three of the husbands are like, one of them uh, says he might not be home from work that night. Okay. The other one, like, they got in a fight and he walked out. So it's like the three of them together and they're waiting to see, like, it's all like, flashbacks each of them have of their relationship okay and then it's it sets up to a point where like the three of them aren't there at that point so it's like which one of them took off with her all right it's sounds good like though a, sounds good like watch. a decent little mystery i can tell you who it was i wish you like wouldn't i wish you wouldn't i all wish right. you wouldn't i wish you wouldn't spoiler alert it's in black and white final nominee 12 o'clock high again directed by henry that. king I mean, well, you you keep throwing the black and white. This is the last year where every best picture nominee was in black and white. This will ne- that'll never happen again. 
I mean, it shouldn't happen at this point. No. Like, we've had the Red Shoes. We've had Wizard of Oz. We've had Robin The Adventures of Robin Hood. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. I mean, get with the shit, dude. Get with the fucking I mean, program. obviously, it's uh, probably cost prohibitive. Is, and artistically, is it's more interesting it. to be in black and white. It, it is for certain shit. 12 O'Clock High, directed by Henry King. In the early days of daylight bombing raids over Germany, General Frank Savage must take command of a hard luck bomber group. Much of the story deals with his struggle to whip his group into a disciplined fighting unit in spite of heavy losses and withering attacks by German fighters over their targets. Gregory Peck, a bunch of other people. This sounded boring as hell. I wanna I I think it looks good, but it was not streaming. Uh Henry King, uh he's And I uh, could have gotten it, but it was like at the Milton Library or something. Oh, you can't be going over to Milton. You're not allowed. Since I could get there, Sean, but You're just not. I have to have someone go with me. And the winner, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, all 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 kidding aside, I'm allowed to travel into the town of Milton. All kidding Don't be aside, stupid. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, best director this year goes to Mank, Joseph Mankiewicz. Oh, I love that fella. For a letter to three wives. Uh, Olivia de Havilland, she won Best Actress for The Heiress. Dean Jagger wins Best Supporting Actor for 12 O'Clock High. And the winner of Best Supporting Actress, Best Actor, and Best Motion Picture go to All the King's Men. Directed by Robert Rawson. Uh, did you see this one, Billy? No. Oh, damn it, dude. You had three fucking days. I did. I did see it, John. I've seen it a couple times. It's good. And then I watched the remake. Which is bad. Uh, it's just confusing, dude. <laughs> we'll, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Because, man, I think... This I, is good, though. This is a good movie, but it's it just seems tame compared to, like, today. Sure. I don't even... I You keep saying that, and I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily agree that it's tame. All right. I think I'm just I just wanted to check real quick. This is the this is the first movie that we've covered. No, no, Ever? Re, no, no. Mutiny on the Bounty and Rebecca. I still say Bounty. Bounty. <laughs> Rebecca and Mutiny on the Bounty all have been remade. Uh, all the King's Men also remade. Uh, I think it's tame. I I think. There's not been a movie that we've watched that I have felt needed to be like a 10-hour miniseries the way I think this story needs to be a 10-hour miniseries. Yeah. I think, I think they, they do some time jumps in this that cover a lot of ground and a lot of character development that we miss. And uh, I wish, because I liked it so much, I wish that that stuff was in there. Because... Uh, I mean, we'll get into it, but the character of Willie Stark starts out as like a Bernie Sanders, and then he turns into a fucking raging asshole, but we don't see that transition, really. It's the alcohol, brother. It's the alcohol, and it's just the corrupting it's the alcohol and the, the power. And, the and then he's just fucking... Corrupting influence of liberalism. Yeah. It's a plague on society. Yeah. It's because all of a sudden, he's thinking about people deserve health care. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? We're going to build a hospital? Fuck off, dude. Yeah, Let him die in the ass, streets dude. is what I say. Um, it's directed by and Rob. also where in uh, the in the family line is Ned Stark from <laughs> Game of Thrones? Um, yeah, you know you don't know. Obviously, a couple Thrones decades before. Take place in the future? Does it take place in the distant past, or does it take place in its own fantasy realm that doesn't exist? Who knows? Oh, I never even thought of it that way. Who could who could say? Or does it not exist at all? Science. I mean, yeah, huh? Yeah. Holy moly, was that like thing fake? But it, it had Aquaman in it, so that's not great. Yeah, when I, I mean, when I say tame by today's standards, I think I'm thinking of like House of Cards. Sure. Like he didn't push anybody in front of a train. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what I. That's what I. I kind of want. I want House of Cards because House of Cards too. What the hell's that guy's name? Frank. Frank. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Drebin? No. From the Naked squad. Gun? <laughs> We're both right. We're both right. <laughs> um, uh, what are you, 
I can't remember. Fucking Frank. Frank his house of cards. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm Frank from House of Cards. We're gonna get a Thanksgiving Christmas video from him this year, so we always do. That uh, rapist that murdered uh, his uh, witnesses. Um, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, but if yeah, it'd be it would it'd be great if they if HBO did a. It would be. I think it would be cool. Do you remember uh, the movie Blaze? No, Blaze. Blaze. You talking about Blade with Wesley Snipes? No, I remember that. Uh Blaze. Who was that? It was the uh, Blaze in the Monster Trucks. <laughs> Blaze in the Monster Trucks. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sean. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, then, yeah, I know it. Frank Underwood was House of Cards. Sure. Blaze from 2018. There's a recent no, movie we're Blaze talking about. No, Blaze was from the 90s. Oh, I'm seeing it right here. About the uh, politician. Middle-aged Louisiana governor. Paul Newman. Falls in love with a young stripper, which jeopardizes his political career and the radical policies, which may have made him a controversial figure. Uh, yeah, Paul Newman. That's what uh, this this movie kind of reminds me of that story. Okay. Now, Willie Stock, it's, he's a fictional character, right? Is yes. It? All right. Yeah, but it, I think Blaze was actually based on on an actual historical. So figure. this is this is uh, he he strongly resembles Louisiana Governor Huey Long, um, who was a populist senator that you know rose up through the Great Depression and then was ultimately assassinated. Yeah. Um, so great kind of, uh, Ken Burns documentary on PBS channel on. Oh yeah, I have to yeah, check that out. Love. Dude, you get the PBS documentary channel. I mean, it's like I pay three ninety nine a month. I, I get. Um, I have the PBS. I subscribe for some oh, reason because right. my wife needs it to watch. Uh, yeah, it's great, dude. It has, they have shit. all the Ken Burns on it. British movie, fucking uh, fantastic. Oh, called the midwife sucks ass. Uh, uh, um, what are we doing? No, no. Sean, let me tab. tell you I something. I like to. I like to learn. You love to learn. You're an educated man. You don't show it. You I know, don't. By the prove way, you, it. I couldn't prove it if I had to. By the way, you speak and behave, but you are an educated. You you would love knowledge, the pursuit of knowledge. I always say that. I, I love you. chasing knowledge. You're like a damn Socrates. I love chasing smart people. You're fucking down Socrates the street with a knife. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's let's go into this thing. Broderick Crawford, he wins uh, best actor for his role as Willie Stark. I what think. a name, Broderick Crawford. Broderick Crawford. No argument from me on this one. I obviously I didn't see any other movie, but I'd be hard pressed to find a better performance than this yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean he's great. Um, doesn't doesn't seem to really do all that much like uh, high profile stuff after this, and he's not been in any movies that we've watched up to this point. Is so this like uh, it just kind of comes out of Jared nowhere. Jared from uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Jared from Moonrise. The little kid, the kid who starred in Moonrise Kingdom and like did nothing else. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a child. Yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, he's got he starts making movies in '37, and then he goes all the way up to. Wait, what are we in? '49. '49. But I'm looking at this list, and I've never even heard of any of these movies. These are all kind of B movies, and nothing, nothing nominated, nothing in the conversation. And then after this, nothing. Uh, he's in Born Yesterday, which is uh, a nominated. Jared next Gilman year. is the kid I'm talking about. No, I mean, but this guy went, you know, 50 years on the planet Earth, and then all of a sudden, like, is he a best stage actor boy? Out of nowhere. I don't know. No, he was just an actor. Yeah. But he finally got like a big break and a big like meaty role, and he fucking. Well, good for him. Look at him. You got to win an Oscar once. That's nice. Uh, Mercedes McCambridge. She wins Best Supporting Actress for her role as Sadie Burke. Uh, well deserved again. She's great in this movie. Yeah, she's great. Uh, we've covered a couple movies she was in, right? Uh, I'm not sure. She was in. Uh... No. Uh, no, this is her first film. Well, then there's gonna be one we talk about. Yeah, we're gonna talk about her in 1973 when she's the voice of Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Uh, and she's in Giant. Uh, she gets nominated for an Academy Award for that. Oh, Giant. That's it with yeah, uh, 56. James Dean. Yeah, that's coming up. 
Dude, I should probably start watching that now, huh? We got to watch that in <laughs> six to seven weeks. That's a pretty good movie, but it's like, I think it's like three hours. Or yeah, something. dude, that's a rough year, too, because I think there's a couple of those fucking long is that, epics. Is that the one uh, Elizabeth Taylor's in that, too, right? She is. The beautiful yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, man. Wow. Um,. Yeah, there's that's that's a year that like I want to see. Oh, all she's those. in Johnny Guitar too. Love Johnny Guitar. You know we love Johnny Guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. she's great in this. Yeah, she's really good. It's uh, a real solid cast, I think. Uh, yeah, John Ireland gets a nomination. Uh, he plays the reporter, and. Uh, yeah, that's it. No, no best leading actress. Uh, gets nominated for screenplay. He's the editing. the Jude Law role, right? In the remake, <sighs> he is. Or I like to think that John Jude Law is the John Ireland role. Yeah, sorry. I mean, should we get it out of the way that we both you watched? run, dude? You steer the ship. I'm just here to I'm trying to figure this out. Cause ask the passengers to buckle up. Hey, so, buckle up, guys. So this is this movie comes out in 49. It's based off of the 1946 novel by Robert Penn Warren that wins the Pulitzer Prize. And, you know, back then, books were like a thing that people liked. Not anymore. I think books are stupid Obviously. as hell. But, um, so they make this movie, and uh, it's it tells us the rise of Willie Stark, this this little country bumpkin hick. His words, not mine. And uh, he's he's fighting City Hall left and fucking right, tooth and nail, trying to get, uh, you know, he's fighting for, in the beginning, he's a real idealist. He's seems like a great guy. He's the kind of guy you get behind. And I really like him. I mean, in the beginning, the beginning, it's it's all about the school being built and the, the bids on the school, right? Yeah. He's finding corruption on the, on the municipal level, and he's fighting it. He's trying to run for a county treasurer, but the local politics, the local county government's running him out. Won't of- let him in to they're the th- building unless he puts a mask on. They're throwing bricks at him. They're telling him, they're telling him that he needs a permit. He can't just, you know, he can't just fucking have effigies burning. Can't just all the hang. Time. Yeah, you can't have more than five people congregating in public. Yeah, space it out six feet, please. The decibel can't hand out your handbills without a permit. No, so that's what that's where we start. We start, I think we start with, we meet the uh, the reporter, right? With the guy named Jack Burden, who gets sent down to this, this podunk town because this guy's making a lot of noise, and the paper thinks it might be interesting. And we go in, and we meet uh, Tiny Daffy. <laughs> Tiny Dinky Daffy. <laughs> I can't even fucking... Tiny Dinky Duffy. Tiny, is it Tiny Duffy? It's Tiny, Tiny Duffy. Duffy. yeah. Tiny Duffy. But the, all you can think about is... He's the local Tiny boss Dinky of the Daffy. Democratic Party or whatever. Yeah, he winds up getting pancaked by a uh, dump truck driver. <laughs> the most aggressive baby I've ever seen. <laughs> um, Dude, Connolly's. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Sean Connolly. So good. Go on uh, his Instagram. He uh, dressed his baby. Bart Holly. Bart Holly Jarvis. And, Fuck you, Bart Holly Jarvis. Oh, man, it's so funny. So this dude, he's. Uh, this reporter goes down and he starts following him around. And we, when we get to town, they're uh, they're handing. He's standing on the back of a truck giving a speech, a stump speech, and his son is handing out pamphlets. And then they basically beat the shit out of his son and say, "Oh, they give him the business. You dude. can't pass out the pamphlets." And well, they tell him, don't they tell him that he needs the permit? And then he goes home, and the kid comes home like, with, like just the shit got kicked out of them. Yeah. And, and, they, and that, they stole the pamphlets or something. They get that real tense scene where uh, the reporter's in there talking to Tiny Duffy and uh, <laughs> they're all like, uh, you know, you want something to drink? And he's like, no, I'll take an orange pop though, two straws. Oh, he doesn't drink. So, yeah, he's kind of like, he's, kinda, he's a teetotaling guy. He's got, you know, fucking, he doesn't want the school to be built by the wrong, you know, they're giving out favors to the bidders and stuff they're not getting the lowest bids they're not going with the the companies with the best records they're just giving out favors uh and then the fucking school collapses at some point and 12 we all know it was gonna happen 12 kids get mangled they say they they phrase it that way (laughs) that they were mangled because the stairs fall out of the building i mean half of them probably had polio so they were already kind of mangled right so he's it's 
it follows the story of this guy trying to run these local races. What is this, the 40s, 50s? I think this is supposed to take place in, like, the 20s, 30s. In the 20s? I know that the remake is set in the 50s, I believe. Mm. Let me check that out. I don't, I don't know that it ever says, but it's somewhere. I mean, they were definitely driving, f- like, 50s automobiles. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no idea. Um, Huey Long was assassinated in thirty-five, so my oh, guess. Oh, good for him. He didn't have to. The, uh, he didn't have to go to World War Two. No, he fucking skipped that shit. Um, fucking chicken shit, if you ask me. Stay alive, Huey. He Long. He never had to worry about the horrors of nine eleven, Sean. No. So good for him. Um, so. Because of the school incident and all this stuff, he becomes a lawyer and he continues to fight for the rights in the to party. The yeah, dude, he's championing the local people's rights to party. He's very popular, and he gets so popular that they decide to run him as a third party candidate for governor, just to fuck up the numbers. Yeah, just to screw up, the, just to split the vote against the guy they don't want to win, and Jack Burden becomes his his PR guy and follows him around. And he eventually figures this out, and uh, he tells Willie Stark, and then Willie starts, like, he drops his prepared speeches, and he just starts ranting and raving, and people are like, oh, wow, we really like this guy. Now, here's where... That's when he starts calling them all Hicks. Yeah, he gives the Hicks speech, and it's like, oh, well, he doesn't win the first race, but four years later, he runs again, and it's a landslide. Or, or something like that. He he loses one of the races, but then he yeah wins. he loses that one, but he he wins the Hick vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cut in the, you know, the cities took the other dude, but but then the next time he runs, it's a landslide. He just dominates. He starts bossing people in to vote. Well, and that's what with the movie kind of skips over that, where he starts to play a little dirty and he starts to play the political game. Yeah, kind of just jumps right into it. Because Jack like, Burden disappears. He falls on hard times because he quits the newspaper because they're like, no, we can't run any more stories about this guy because the uh, bosses want the other, the other guy, guy to win. Yeah. So he quits because he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play these games. And he he ends up signing up five years later. Him and Sadie run the campaign basically, but um, there's been a change in Willie Stock that we have not been privy to yeah like he's cheating on his wife he's he's drinking all the time he's banging staffers um uh and he's button heads with like he's banging sadie and at one point sadie's like he's cheating on me and he's like ah he's cheating on lucy cheating on his wife there's another word for what he's doing to you so it's uh but we don't that's what i wish i wish that's why i want this thing to be 10 hours long because i want to see that like the fucking that the change, evolving you know into mean? that man. He's the he's the story. They put too much focus on, and in the remake they do it a little bit too. Too much focus on the reporter character. He should just be the eyes that like witness all this shit. Yeah. But we also have to deal with the fact that there's this reporter and he's friends with these Ann Stanton and um, Adam Stanton that he grew up with these two kids and he doesn't know who his father is, but he was raised by his godfather, who's this uh, this moralist judge that can't be bought off um like a thing exists they spend so much time a with judge all that, that can't be bought off okay yeah so okay so uh judge stanton is is ann and adam's uncle and he raised jack now in the book and in the remake, in the remake. it's revealed that the judge was actually the reporter's father, father. But in the original... So that is in the book. It's, that is in the book, It's yeah. canon, Sean, is it's what you're telling canon. me. It's um, canon. But in this movie, they don't mention that at all. It's just the guy that raised him, and they were very close. And Jack's job is basically to dig up dirt on anybody and everybody so that they have some leverage to blackmail people. Gotta have leverage to blackmail people with. And eventually they get... They get... I don't know what they get on this judge... But when they bring it to the judge, I mean, we're skipping around a bit because I can't. This movie was so hard to follow because there's so much plot that happens. Yeah. Um. Does he? Yeah, because Jack he kills himself. Yeah. So they go to the judge with 
something. We don't really know what it is. The MacGuffin of the movie. They show it to the judge. Like, yeah, and this, he, he like, kills himself right there. Shoots himself while they're yeah. in the, still in the house. Yeah, and the other one, they find out. In the remake, it's like, I'll give you my answer in the morning. And then he gets a call with yeah. something that the And the reason they're trying to do dead. this is because the judge knows that Willie Stark is corrupt. But the, Willie Stark is corrupt in the way that he's trying to build, like, hospitals and roads and he's doing it probably and put his name on every single thing yeah and he's not doing it the best way to do it but he is doing good things but he's a flawed man i guess he starts having an an affair with uh jack burden's girlfriend Anne stanton the niece of the judge who killed himself um and then they want to have this they're building this hospital and just really like he's so old it feels like like the i don't know maybe he's not everybody back then looks so old yeah but it's the same as like a fucking bill clinton and all that stuff yeah it's just the power of tracks people and they uh you know they put their willies in their mouths and stuff uh willie's willie willie's willie so then they they're he's building this big huge medical center the stark medical center and he needs and needs the, the director of it to be Tony Stark. This kid. Yeah, Tony Stark, Iron Man himself. No, he wants it to be this guy, Adam Stanton, this doctor. This, who's oh, this... the lead singer of Maroon 5. Yep, Adam Levine. And uh, he needs it to be him, and he won't do it because this guy made his uncle kill himself, or he just hates this guy. Which seems like a good reason. Totally fair. But then once the uncle kills himself, this guy fucking falls on hard times, and he assassinates Stark. That's Roof, uh, Maki Potato Chip in the remake. Yeah, Mark Mark Ruffles. Um, we're gonna talk about the remake in a second because I I think we I that there's a lot to. I dude, it fucking I think I might have a stroke thinking about it anymore. Oh, let's push you. And let's I'm, get it done. I need I need, a, I need a couple of weeks medical rest. <laughs> uh, so just let your brain rest. Adam stops him. Then the doctor's shot by Sugar Boy. His the fucking Willie Stark's muscle. Um, uh, and then it just I think it ends. It ends with uh, they agree that they're going to destroy Stark's reputation through. Uh, news articles or some bullshit i don't know it's uh it's a very complicated story a lot happens uh in the middle of all of this stark's son uh is drunk driving and he gets in a crash and he kills the girl he's with and then they cover up i don't think he killed her i think she just got injured Uh, it says here yeah he crashes his car injuring himself and killing his female passenger is that from the book or the movie it's from the movie. I think in the movie we see the actual funeral. I think we go to a funeral Maybe. the next thing. Um and then yeah, but and then that that results in the father of the girl is uh found beaten to death and there's yeah. all kind of accusations of cover. He like up shows and up and he's Willie Stacks telling him that he can get him like contracts, state contracts. Yeah, we'll help you out. We'll we'll, we'll make this right. And it's like dude, you fucking drunk son killed my fucking idiot boy killed my daughter i'm not i don't want your shit um and then uh the kid the kid uh he's rebelling because he knows his dad's fucking corrupt as shit his dad makes him uh he doesn't want to play football and his dad makes him go out because he's got a he's concussed from the car accident and his, aren't we all though aren't we all still a little bit concussed from the car accidents dude, in I our lives you. you ever gotten into a car accident where you had to be hospitalized taken away in an accident in the ambulance no no you've been in a car accident though before i've been in car yeah nothing i don't well i don't want to talk it up now (laughs) oh i don't want to brag no i don't want to be like you know what i've never actually fallen down you know i one time uh in east bridgewater massachusetts pulling from uh where skinner's house of ice cream is and the library is there's a street goes on to route 18 i went to cross that street and i was hit by a man and this was in 1999 the man, his license said he was born in 1909. Holy moly. And then the insurance was like, are you just going to take his story? I was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to side with the 90-year-old man that hit me very slowly. <laughs> so that was the only accident I've ever been in. Also, one time I hit a parked car, changing the radio. Okay. So who was at fault? The old fucking guy. 
he crossed the double lines. He like it was a I had the right of way and he crossed the double lines to pass the car that was letting me go and he fucked oh, up. Man. And he fucked up his car. My car was fine. And I was just like, Are you guys okay? And he's like, Well, this is gonna cost you a lot of money. And I was like, Fuck off, you old piece of shit. He's like, Well, luckily I still have my horse that I can use while yeah. this thing's Um That was just a joke about a man being old, John. The guy and he loves horses, the old people. We know this from Cry Macho. And from the Ivermectin craze. I love that fucking shit. Uh, oh, well, anyway, he bullies his son into playing the football game, and the kid gets paralyzed immediately. Good. Good for him. He deserves it for what he did to that lady and her family. Now, all of that uh, said, this guy Stark remains fucking charming and charismatic throughout this whole movie. You can understand watching this movie. You go like, damn, I get why people do what this guy says. Yeah, this guy is like manipulative, and he fucking handles himself like a pro. Yeah, dude, it's all a, uh, it's a populist shit, dude. It's all a man of the people. Oh, you for know, sure. We, I'm the only one that can do it. It's a, it's a great, it's a great story. It's a good movie. I think this 49 version. I think they. I wish it had. I wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah, it's only it's only 110 minutes, which is not. I mean, they fucking added like 20 minutes to the remake. Well, let's let's move on. to Which the, I do not think it needed. The remake came out in 2006. It's directed by Steve uh, Zalian. Now, Steve Zalian, we've covered uh, one of his films uh, in the old days of the podcast, a film by the name of Free Fire. A civil action. Oh, is that a Steve Zalian joint? He's directed three films. Searching for Bobby Fischer, A Civil Action, and then All the King's Men, and then they say absolutely never again. <laughs> no. Uh no, he that's not fair. He created uh in uh the, Dude, like the the HBO series the, the Night of with Riz Ahmed. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's I like that. I didn't watch that. The uh Toro, Riz Ahmed. The fucking cast in the remake is, is such a good cast. It's unreal. It's, it's got no right to be as bad as it is. Sean Penn as Willie Stark. Jude Law as the reporter. Kate Winslet as uh, as the reporter. Ann Stanton, the reporter's friend, his girlfriend, and then Willie Stark's mistress. Anthony Hopkins as the judge. James Gandolfini as Tiny Duffy. Patricia Clarkson as Sadie Burke. Mark Ruffalo as Adam Stanton. Jackie Earl Haley is Sugar Boy. Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy. Right a spotlight. He's in there. Uh, it's just, it's just, man, does this movie fucking blow so hard. It's wild how bad this movie is. I don't think we disagree like on that. Like, it starts, like, it opens up and he's already governor. It op- and it doesn't more like a, like a flashback type shit. And at no point. Do they ever show Sean Penn? Does Sean Penn ever exhibit any uh, charm, charm, charisma? It, it doesn't make sense how anybody ever got behind this guy. It doesn't make yeah. sense how people continue to do things for this guy. He's an asshole to every single person he meets. He's just angry, full of hate. He does the same things. He builds the hospitals and all that stuff. But it's not like there's. you don't get that like... In the original movie, we spend 20 minutes with this guy as an idealist, and we're like, dude, I, th- this guy fucking rules. He, if he was the governor, things would get done. I understand why. He, yeah. I knew that at the end of the movie, the guy gets killed. I think I had known that just from knowing about movies, but I didn't know anything else. Yeah, I think it's actually the the plot synopsis on, on uh, the voodoo. Yeah, but I didn't. I, how he... I went into it pretty blind, and yeah. I assumed it was going to be a story of, like, this guy, you know, he gets killed by like his own like they they take him out because he's trying to do too much too good for the Jimmy Hoffa situation. Kinda, that's what I kind of thought it was. I thought this is a guy that's fighting for the people and they don't want that because it's not popular. I didn't realize it was a story of you know this the corruption of this guy's soul and all the shit. But uh, hey, sometimes the soul gets corrupted and there's nothing you can do about it. And either way, both of those stories totally cool. This Sean Penn, where Sean Penn starts out as an asshole and he just becomes a bigger and bigger asshole. I got no, yeah. I got no time for this shit. Uh, was it a mistake, Bill? Let me ask you this: to set a movie in the Deep South and not cast a 
Southerner. It's dude, the James Gandolfini doing the Tony Southprano. That was thing, dude. One of the worst things I've ever seen. It's very unnerving. He, cause he, and this was, I mean, this came out, The Sopranos was still in their run. Oh, I yeah. I think this came out like the year before The Sopranos ended. Yeah, The Sopranos. So, I mean, and that's who he was at that point. Everybody knows you know? who James Gandolfini is. Yeah. And he's got all the Tony Soprano mannerisms. Like, dude, it's the. He's got the tone, the, but he just puts a little twang on it, and it's. Yeah, sounds the script. Like, the so script, insane. it could be. Tony talking. I mean, he's a he's a connected dude or whatever, you know. It's maybe not mafia, but he's a he's a criminal. Hey, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, hey, can I get some grits with this? Yo, hey, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about over here, y'all. Oh, I love catfish. Yeah, get let's get some over here. Let's get some po' boys over here. Oh, Sil, what are we doing? Oh, it's he, he's outrageously miscast. Sean Penn, Oshkosh, Bagash, and whatnot. You know, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, and Anthony Hopkins are all from England. Mark Ruffalo, to his credit, again, just like in Spotlight, no accent, doesn't do anything. He's the best. He gives the best performance in the remake, and he's got very little to do. Yeah, uh, Patricia Clarkson's pretty good too, but everybody else just fucking. Uh, it, you could argue it's the worst performance by any of them. I don't like. I honestly don't think it need needed to be remade. I think it might have been a case of money laundering. I it doesn't. I don't know what the deal is. Why they decided to do this? I always thought it was a Sean Penn directed movie. I did too. Um, it felt. It feels like it. He because it doesn't feel like anybody else would be like, yeah, this is what we should do. They get into a little bit more detail. Are you throwing up because you're thinking about this thing too much? Oh, oh, oh God, it's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, yeah, I had to watch it in chunks. You watched. We started independently. We just texted each other. We both were watching it at the same time, and I had to bail at an hour. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I wound up watching it all, but it was like the last – 20 minutes was a little bit much. It's so bad. It made... It's one of those movies where you're like, yeah, this should probably be over by now. It's got a budget of $55 million. Oh, it fucking... It made $9.5 million at the box worldwide, office. Worldwide, dude. Woof. Talk about a big old stinker of moly, And I dude. can't imagine that it brought in anything in, like, DVD rentals or whatever. It's so bad. And I can't... I, look, I haven't seen the Rebecca remake. I haven't seen any other versions of all uh, of uh, Mutiny on the Bounty, but I can't imagine any of them are as bad as this movie. It's it just didn't need to be made. I, it has no right to be that bad for for the cast that it has, and for the for the source material. And it's got that like from the time where everything's kind of washed out. Like every, all the colors are very like muted, and there's like, yeah. I honestly think this movie would have been like ten percent better if it was in black and white. Sure, it would at least been like interesting. Like would have been like stood out. Like wow, look, and they made a black and white movie in two thousand six. That's that's like a cool thing to do, right? What's that? What year did The Artist come out? What is that? Like twenty eleven or something? Uh, Of course, you'd ask me that. I have the information for you right here. The Artist is twenty eleven. You're right. Yeah, that does feel about ten years away from nine (laughs) eleven. It seems (laughs) the time seems right. We can finally (laughs) unleash the artist onto the world. Yeah, it just it. I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna watch all the King's Men, I would say watch the original one. Yeah, not even a, it's not even a. It's qu- only been it's only got the one remake. Nobody redid it betwixt the two. Oh no, it's got a number of remakes. Um, oh, does it? I can tell you a little bit. Anything of note? Like not really. This feels like something that uh, like uh, Math Allen Lemon. Would have it's got, redone in the seventies. You know what it it does? If it has a little bit of a JFK feel to it, yeah, it's uh, like the political entry. Yeah, uh, the all the so they did a radio version in forty nine, uh, and then the movie comes out 
um, and it wins all the awards. It wins Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress. They do the TV version in 58. Uh, that's directed by Sidney Lumet. Oh, uh, who's in that? Who directed 12 Angry Men and Dog Day. Uh, Neville Brand plays Willie Stock. I don't know what that means. Uh, the Soviet Union did a TV adaptation in 1971. Uh, the 2006 version. They made an opera in 1981. Uh, and then they did a stage uh, a version in uh, at Trinity Rep in, in Providence in 1987. Oh, no shit. Providence, Rhode Island, right down the road. Rosanne, the Ocean State, baby. They were like, should we do this at the dunk? No, they did it at Trinity. No, we'll do it at Trinity Church. Trinity Rep. Trinity Church or Trinity Repertory Um, Company. Is that right next to Club Fantasies? Yeah. Yes. 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 I would consider even reading this book before I watch. Oh, look at you pretending you can read. Uh, well, dude, I've been reading Dune, and it's taken me a long time, but I'm enjoying oh, fucking I'm nerd, enjoying dude. it. Cut it the shit. It is wonderful. Bullshit. You're out of your fucking gourd, dude. I can't believe you. That movie was so bad. You're fucking high. Well, yeah. It's so. It's like the whole thing is just like somebody read a yoga self-help book out loud. And they were like, you must bend until you're flexible. And then it's like a picture of sand. And then he, he'll he say something like, walk towards the light until the light envelops you. Yeah, I don't, and then sand. I think, we, I think we watched different movies. We probably did. I zoned out fucking an hour into it. And I was like, this movie, where are the lightsabers? Why are there no, why does Timothy Chalamet not have a shirt on? Um, well, why does he have a shirt on? I forget what my question was. That's, at the that probably that sounds a little more accurate. <laughs> what uh, you got? Any final thoughts on uh, any? Dude, any my of the final thoughts of this that we watched. I have at this point in my life, I have no time for political intrigue. What? It's all bad now. Oh, after the last five years. So you? I used to watch House of Cards for. Uh, for fun. Yeah. I'm, I well, don't need this shit anymore. Dude, that House of Cards has got, that's got, it's the bad. That's the problem with House of Cards. It's not good. Yeah. It, 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 you go back and you watch, that's the thing is that. I'm not going to go back and watch it. The thing about this movie is that all of the, uh, the murders and scandals are like very grounded in reality. And House of Cards, it's like. Frank Underwood is not pushing reporters in front of trains on Dude, closed if, caption television. Joy is. But I mean there are politicians now that would. Yeah. It definitely feels like it's just more like it just feels quaint. The story feels quaint at this point. Okay. Yeah, he's I like that. You know, he's uh patronage and giving away, you know, contracts and regular corruption shit. Hey. It's, it's, but it's a good flick, dude. I I definitely recommend it to you. I already watched and your it. family. Oh, well, you should show it to your family. They're not gonna like it. And teach them what happens. They're busy you, watching the Home Alone. Remakes. If you drink and drive, and then don't play football like Dad told you. Uh-huh. Football's on a band. That's on the band sports list. Yeah, they shouldn't. You shouldn't let kids play football. No, I don't even let them watch football. Come on, cat. You gotta go, bro. All right. Speaking of gotten to go, what do we got? What do we got next week, Sean? Well, folks, uh, Sullivan. Here's a th- the thing: we talked, we discussed. Next week, Billy is going to be down in Aruba. Aruba. And he's got no- Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to Bermuda. We all know. Bahama, we all know Billy Bahama, to be a, 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 a committed Montego, California baby, sober boy. Why don't we go down right. to Cocoa? We all sing right, that song every fucking episode. I, it's so fun, especially when I'm trip, going. We, the two of us, can't stop singing. Aruba, right. Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna <laughs> take it to Bermuda. Bahama, so we're gonna. What are we gonna? Come on, pretty mama. Key I already Lago, did the whole thing, Montego, and then you gave me a disapproving baby, look. Why don't we go down to Cocomo? Down to Cocomo. We'll get there That's fast, where and then we'll take we it slow. Go. That's where we want to go. And then we'll we smoke a fucking go. bowl. Way down right in down Coca. in Cocomo, Jamaica. Jamaica. We're in a loop. <laughs> uh, 
You understand the comedy that I did there? I, I scolded you for doing it, and then I did the exact same thing. That's comedy right For there. doing what? Aruba. Uh, Look, I hate you. Uh, so, All right, what are you going to throw up a best of? We're gonna th- You're going to? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why would I do something that takes more effort and time? <laughs> we'll just record the regular sense. episode if we want to do that. <laughs> All right. I don't yeah, know. I'll just call you from Aruba. I'm going into the archives, and you guys are going to get some bullshit you've already heard. But revisit. Uh, it's we, probably be a bad one. Got to let Billy have his time down there. He's going to. Sometimes I'm going to. I'm going to sit in a pool. He's going off the wagon. He's going to get off the wagon. Alcoholic diarrhea into an inner tube. <laughs> he's going to. Yeah. Res- res- just ruin so many resort pools. Oh, uh, it's it's the best. Uh, he's, Eat some sushi. He's going to have a nice time. Just shit his brains out the entire time. He's going to drink the water uh, down. It's going to Montezuma's revenge. All right. I don't like oh, how this riff has gone. Stop uh, it. Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you to Bermuda. 